Welcome to the Navigating Cancer Together podcast. My name is Talea Dendi. I'm an 11-year cancer thriver, cancer doula, and owner of On the Other Side. I use my experience to help others get on the other side of cancer. Gaps between the guidance, emotional support, and education that are needed and what one receives can be huge. This podcast fills those gaps by sharing stories, resources, and information about all things related to cancer and wellness. I interview guests from all walks of life who are living with cancer, caregivers, and those who are thriving on the other side. Also, I talk with organizations, healthcare professionals, and experts in the health and wellness spaces who offer complimentary and integrative care. Join me. We are in this together. Disclaimer, the purpose of this podcast is to educate and to inform. The podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professionals and is not intended for the use in the diagnosis or treatment of individual conditions. Guests who speak in a podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions. Conclusions. Neither Talea Dendi, Navigating Cancer Together, On the Other Side LLC, nor any of its affiliates endorses, supports, or opposes any treatment option or other matter discussed in a podcast. The mention of any product, service, organization, activity, or therapy on a podcast should not be construed as an endorsement. Hello everyone, this is Talea Dendi from OnTheOtherSide.life and you're listening to the Navigating Cancer Together podcast, the show that has something for everyone facing cancer. Why? Because everyone is different, with different needs, beliefs, and perspectives. Thank you for joining us for this episode. I encourage you to open your minds and your hearts. Today, our special guest is Mayam Vega. Mayam is a naturopathic herbalist, holistic life coach, and the founder of an online school called the Aruka Holistic Life Academy. Aruka offers a dual certification program in naturopathic herbalism and holistic life coaching. Mayam has a very interesting story. She was formerly a computer scientist slash engineer at NASA Ames Research Center in Moffett Field, California. But after some major disappointments with the modern medical system, Mayam decided to take her and her family's health into her own hands. Now she teaches people from different backgrounds, from health professionals like doctors and nurses to people with no medical background, how to heal themselves and others without the need for harmful drugs or procedures with detrimental and sometimes deadly side effects. Mayam, thank you so much for joining us today and welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Talia. It's an honor to be here. Absolutely, Mayam. It's all my pleasure. Please tell us, what is the Aruka Method? The Aruka method, that's what I call basically our approach and our school's approach to holistic health and healing. And it holistic. So the word Aruka 
It comes from the Bible, and it means it has this connotation of long and whole. And it's the same thing as the word heal. It comes from the word whole also, our English word heal. But when we think of health, we think of long life, right? And we think of being whole, no part of our body suffering or in pain or missing or, you know, marred or anything like that. So the Aruka method to healing is really, I believe, the true approach to holistic health and healing. And it takes into account the mind, the body, and the spirit. And under those categories, of course, there falls other subcategories. Uh, mind, body, and spirit is just a very common way to, to break it up. But under those categories, we also have we also have your environment. We also have relationships. We also have mindset, how you view the world, how you view yourself, how you view other people, how you handle all these things fall under holistic or RUCA, the RUCA method. And the modern medical system really only deals with one aspect of this. They don't deal with spirit for sure. There are some spiritual doctors and spiritual healers, of course, and there are some people who are more holistic, but as a system, as a whole, the modern medical system really doesn't deal with the whole person, the whole mind, body, and spirit, your soul. We're not just flesh. I don't believe we're just flesh and blood. We are also spirit, that, that God breathed his spirit into us. That's a very important aspect of it. And the modern medical system only deals with the physical. It doesn't deal with mind and spirit. But even when it deals with the physical, it doesn't do a very good job. Because the modern medical system, really all it wants to do is give you one pill, one drug, one procedure, cut something out, and then say that you can do whatever you want, whatever you used to do. And that is false. That is false. And they want to do that because they think that people are lazy and all we care about is pleasure and feeling good. And that might be so for the purely physical person, but for the person who is also very much in tune with their mind and their spirit, we know that's not right. We know that's not all. We know that, you know, that the creator wants to heal us. And it's not just a physical thing that he wants to do for us. It's also a mental, spiritual, just an all-encompassing thing that he wants to do for us, for our lives, for our destiny, for our walk in this life. I could go on, but that's in a nutshell, the Aruka method. It's a total approach, a holistic approach to holistic health and healing. You're right, Mayam. It's gotten better, but in today's healthcare system, your spirit and things like that, your soul, they're not addressed. You're right. It's take this pill and you'll feel better tomorrow. Not knowing that pill is going to cause six other things that you're going to have to take three other pills for. And it goes on and on and creates this cycle. With the holistic approach, it just sounds like you use your body's divine power to heal itself. Absolutely. Yes. And it is a divine power because we're created in the image of God. So he has given us everything that we need to heal within ourselves and within his creation, his nature that he made. Mayam, you have an exceptional background. You used to work for NASA. So why did you start Aruka.com? Why did you leave NASA and go this route? Basically, it was because I had a health crisis of my own, but that was really just the final straw. I had had other incidences with the healthcare system, with my baby, and just things in the past when I was growing up 
when I was a child and a teenager and even a young adult and stuff like that, there were no answers that I found for some chronic and serious problems for myself. And then an incident at the hospital, which I won't talk about with my first, my firstborn son. And, but the final straw was when I basically thought I was going to die as experiencing these terrible migraine headaches. And I went to the hospital, to the emergency room, actually, in the middle of the night, because I seriously thought I was going to die, that the pain was just so excruciating. And I had already had two children by that time. And it was worse than childbirth. The pain that I felt that day was worse than childbirth. So we went to the hospital and it was in the middle of the night and we had to drag our babies because we didn't have any babysitters. And I had this terrible migraine, which had been building up for some time. At first it was little and I would take Tylenol and extra strength Tylenol and aspirin or whatever, whatever I could find over the counter and what my friends suggested and stuff like that. And we didn't have medical insurance. So we just went to the emergency room when I thought it was severe enough to, <laughs> to do so. And I thought I was on basically my deathbed. And I went to the hospital and we waited for hours. And then finally the nurse called me up and she took a bunch of tests and asked me a bunch of questions and made me fill out some forms. And she had me wait some more. She finally called me up and she was like, we've run your tests and based on everything you've told us and the results, we can't find anything wrong with you. But the doctor wants to speak to you about something. So I was like, okay. So I went to go and speak to the doctor for 10 or 15 minutes. And she said, everything came up good. You're healthy. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like I'm going to die. How can I be healthy? I was thinking that in the back of my head, but she said, but to rule out the possibility of you having something serious, like a tumor in your head or in your brain, we would like to give you CT scan. So I said, okay, sure. And I'm like, well, how much is that going to cost? And she's like, $2,000. We didn't have any insurance, but we had credit. So I was like, what's $2,000 versus me dying? Yes. So let's do it. Let's go ahead and do it. So I took the CT scan, which causes, causes cancer, by the way, yeah. um, not a little bit, but accumulation of radiation, which you can get throughout time. Anyways, so they gave me the CT scan and they made me wait for maybe one or two more hours. And they called me back up and she said, good news. There's nothing wrong with you. You don't have a tumor or anything like that. She's had a really bad headache. Mm -hmm. And here is some Valium. Oh. They gave me Valium. And I was mm -hmm. like, Valium, that's weird. Yeah, And I was like, look, I, I knew internally, I was like, my body is not doing this to me because I'm missing the Valium. This is not the answer. This is, it was crazy to me. So I took the Valium, but it just dulled me, but it wasn't what I needed or what I wanted. I wanted to function. I wanted the headaches to truly go away, not be dulled and me brought to a state where I was mm -hmm. lethargic and I couldn't do anything. That, that wasn't what I wanted or needed. Yes. And you think about it, how much money did that medical doctor spend on her education? Over $100,000, right? At least. Mm -hmm. And the nurse, the nurses that attended to that hospital cost and the expensive equipment. I ended up paying $4,000 for the whole entire medical emergency room stay, but the hospital cost hundreds of thousands of dollars to build that and staff it. And mm -hmm. all they could give me for all the money that is poured in to this system and to this hospital, all they could give me was something to dull my pain. They did not address anything else about my diet, my lifestyle, my mindset, my stress levels, anything that I later found out was the true reason why I was experiencing these. 
So when I realized that they were not helping me and they were not giving me even answers or even pointing me to any kind of direction, they couldn't even point me to a resource or book. Now, there are some good medical doctors that will do that. There are. But for the most part, the system as a whole is broken. There's good doctors, there's good people, good nurses, but the system, it's like they're trapped in the system. They don't know a way. Both the medical doctors and the patients and clients, it's blinders. It's blinders over our eyes. So when I realized this, I was like, I need to find my own answers because I know this is not the answer. Not going to be on volume the rest of my life. And anyways, it's not helping it to go away. So that's when I began my path and my journey to studying herbalism, which included nutrition and holistic health as a whole. I took a lot of different programs and classes and courses and studied a lot of different people, healers. And in 2009, that's when I finally started the website, ruka.com. So that's 2009, it's 2022. Now I am 43 years old. (laughs) So it's, we've been, it's been up helping people for a while. But the certification program is something new that just started basically during the COVID time. Because during that time, people had always asked me to teach instead of just help, just coach. And I always used to say, no, I just want to help people like on a one-on-one basis. But then I had some medical doctors who I was coaching and helping. And when they started telling me that I need to teach, I was like, Mm -hmm. oh, okay. I have medical doctors that are telling me that then... This is like a sign. I need to do this. And we saw that there were a lot of people that were ignorant about holistic health and healing. There's a great awakening. People want answers. And I'm here to provide a path that I myself took to going from where I was, which is basically being where I thought I was on my deathbed, to now being a coach and a teacher to the everyday mom, like I was, to even health professionals, doctors, nurses, medical technicians. I have a lot of health professionals, which I was surprised about. I didn't Mm -hmm. expect health professionals to come to Ruka.com to learn, but a big percentage of our students are (laughs) actually in the health and medical field. And it's funny, sometimes I feel like medical professionals, they need less convincing that this is the right path and I think that's because, well, at least the ones that, you know, contact us at Ruka.com. And I think that's because they already know what they've learned. They already know the system and they already realize what's broken. Whereas the, the average person, the average patient or clinic, they still have faith in the system. They don't know all of the problems that there yes. are in it. I think it's a very interesting phenomenon that I see. It is very interesting, Mayam. One thing that I really love about what you just shared is that some doctors are realizing what their patients want and need. The people that are able to tell them what it is that they're looking for, and they're realizing that they weren't taught that in medical school. Hey, I better go out and get this information for myself so that I can truly be of service to my patients. And I think that says a lot. On the other hand, there are some doctors who just, they don't want to hear anything about it. They don't believe it at all. But I'm one of those people. I'm like, we have gotten so far from the way that things used to be. There was a time when my grandmother, your grandmother would just go to the backyard or to the pantry and get some herbs and things like that and fix 
heal whatever it was that we were feeling, a headache. If we scraped our knee, if we had an upset stomach, there was no going to Walgreens to get some Pepto-Bismol. It was like, there's something right here, right at home. And it's something from the earth. So I think that it is time to get back to that because people are getting sicker, not better. Cancers everywhere. We hear about young babies getting cancer. We hear about young men and women, teens, 20s getting cancer now, whereas before it was considered to be for elderly people, 70, 80 years old. And I think that really says a lot about the state of health, healing, health care. It's time to bring it back to, I think, the natural route. Yeah, the wisdom of our ancestors. And it's not even, it wasn't even that long ago, just one century. I think it's really funny that there was a time when the system, I'll just call it the system, because it's not just not just the medical system. It's also corporations that want to sell their products, very toxic products. There was a time when they were saying in the media that doctors recommend cigarettes for your lungs or something like that, something stupid like that. And there was a time when people were saying that breast milk is not the best food for your baby, that formula is superior because it has complete nutrition and you might not be producing the healthy milk because you might not be eating right. And even if women don't eat as healthy as they should, still your body is so intelligent that it takes the best from what you have and it makes the best food for your baby, even to the detriment of the mother sometimes. And that's just how God designed us. And of course, the myth about cigarettes is gone. They used to spray DDT on children to ward off uh, mosquitoes. And it's that's a toxin now. And so there's all these things that throughout time, corporations, because of their, you know, love of money, basically, I think the corporation is so bad because you've removed, we've removed personal responsibility and we've created this false entity that has no conscience because when a board gets together, its primary goal because of human nature is profit. It's not necessarily there's no conscience necessarily in a board and in a corporation because it's business. It's, it's primarily for business. So there's a lot of myths that were perpetuated and were later broken. And that's true today. And I think it'll always be true until mm -hmm. we reach a paradise or whatever different religions are expecting. Until that time, until that time, there'll always be a need for truth tellers, and people who are basically exposing the lies. And there's always new lies that are going to be perpetuated and started. And so we always need to continually study the ancient ways. And because we're both believers in the Bible, this is true for the Bible yeah. and spiritual truth, but it's also true for health and well-being and all those things. I think our ancestors didn't realize how valuable their ways were. We realize it now because it's becoming lost to us. The value of just fresh, clean water and fresh grown fruits and vegetables and really cared for meat and animals and stuff like that. Well said, Maya. What is the Aruka method for cancer? The Aruka method for cancer. So again, it's a holistic approach. So it has to include nutrition, exercise, moving your... I think that's not emphasized enough with cancer mm -hmm. patients, the exercise. When you exercise, you get your blood flowing and you get your blood brings the nutrients 
to the various parts of your body where it needs to go. And it also removes the toxins from various parts of your body and helps you to eliminate them. So exercise is so important. Water, good quality water, mineral rich water, pure water, not water that's tainted with fluoride or whatever they're pouring into our water system. And also hydrotherapy, that's part that's important. Detoxing with like um, Epsom salt baths and stuff like that. So there's various aspects to water. Also hydrotherapy with like colon cleansing and stuff like that. That's an important part. And then sunshine, mm-hmm. sunshine. And I don't want to say just vitamin D because people then they'll think that they can just take a pill. But no, that's not, or, or you know, it's different. It's again, it's manufactured and sure, it might be helpful or beneficial in some emergency situations when you really need a big vitamin D boost. But for sustainability, for true lasting healing, the sunshine is what God has provided for us. We're not meant to be cooped up in an office in front of a computer for eight hours or more per day. We're meant to be in the sunshine like Adam and Eve. We're meant to be with nature. We're meant to garden. We're meant to be taking care of the animals outside. There's been a lot of studies done about the sunshine, the benefit of fresh air, the benefit of being in nature. So when I say sunshine, it doesn't just mean vitamin D. It means a lot of different things. Also temperance, temperance, controlling yourself, controlling what you eat, controlling your emotions, controlling just every part of your body, making sure that you don't go into excesses and also that you don't deprive yourself too much of things that are good. So there's a balance with everything. Fresh air, which we hit up on that with sunshine, but also hyperbaric chambers are a very powerful method of healing. And rest, oh my goodness, rest is such a big one, I think. Also, especially in our world today, especially in American Western society, we're just like, go, go. It's like our value is measured by how much we do to people to see but really rest is one of the most affordable right it's free most accessible sometimes i'll recommend herbs and they're not available in other countries and people they're like how do i get this and i'm like i really don't know Uh, buy some seeds and grow it yourself because i don't know of herbal stores that will get this to you. And I don't know the equivalent because I studied Western herbalism and almost everything is available in America, but in other parts of the world, not everything is available. But rest, proper rest and sleep in a dark room that's quiet, free from the EMFs and exposure to electronic devices. This is so easy, but so neglected. People don't want that. People don't want to rest, but it's so necessary. It's just so necessary. I think it's in Latin countries. I don't know about other ones. They take a siesta in the middle of the day. They, mm-hmm. they nap for a few hours. That's so healthy. And yes. they eat with their family and their friends and they have healthy social lives. And that's another aspect, having a healthy social life, being with friends and family that you love instead of being in an environment, work whether it's a workplace or even a family environment, a home environment, whatever, that is toxic for you because stress, and I think this is related to to rest, right? The opposite mm-hmm. of rest, you could say, is stress. It's very hard to get a good night's sleep when you have all these things on your mind and you're worried and you're fearful. This is a, a very major cause of stress. Not only, excuse me, cancer, and not only cancer. So stress is a major cause of cancer, but all sorts of other diseases. Stress is very much um, a root cause. 
And I would say that the Bible calls it worry and lack of trust in God. I think it's the same thing. When we don't trust God and we worry too much, and we don't let him lead us and guide us and trust that he will care for us and provide for us, then we end up with stress and we end up with worrying, we end up with fear. And this contributes to cancer. It's a major factor actually for cancer. So the last one was trust in God, which I also hit. So nutrition, exercise, water, sunshine, temperance, fresh air, rest, and trust in God. That's what I would say in a nutshell is the cure to cancer, but not only cancer, all diseases. Now, something that's very powerful that one of my students is a medical doctor and she suffers with cancer and she is on a specific diet. There are different diets for cancer, okay? So I wanna say that everyone has to do this. There's the Budwig protocol, there's there's the Gerson therapy, there's a carnivore diet that some people take. So she's on a specific diet, but I also taught her about in specific vitamin B17 and apricot kernels. And she said that that is one of the things that she has found when she takes it regularly has helped in reducing the size and, and the hardness of the tumor. So there's a free book available online. And if you can't find it, you can go to my website. I have a blog. It's aruka.com, A-R-U-K-A-H.com slash blog slash cancer. It's a video that I made called If I Had Cancer. And I talk about the apricot kernels with the vitamin B17. And I talk about other cancer therapies. There's also Isaiah tea. And people come and they're like, oh, what? They want one herb, one tea, one thing. Mm. That's not how holistic health and healing works. You didn't get sick because you didn't have apricot kernels. Even if it's something that works, it's not found in that one little thing. It's a holistic approach. It's a total approach. But So these are just a few things and we're just barely scratching the surface. But yeah, I would say those are some good places to start. And I'm sure you, of course, have a lot that you have been sharing throughout your days at podcasting. Absolutely. Mayim, thank you so much for sharing that information and also the resource. I will put that in the list of notes. One thing that I got from what you've just shared is that a majority of the things you mentioned are free. Yeah. Majority of the- Or low cost. Or low cost, free or low cost. It's just a matter of taking time and making the effort to get good rest. And when I say making the effort, setting up your room, so mm -hmm. that, like you said, it's dark, there isn't any noise or phones around, it's cool. Creating that environment where you can get your best sleep and your best rest. Taking time out, schedule those walks. If you're really busy, that means you need to make sure you get your walks and your exercise in because that helps your body and your mind as well. I just wanna thank you for walking us through all of those. There's an option in there, I think for everybody, pick a couple of them and just start making a daily effort of incorporating those things into your life. And you never know how much of an impact it can have on your health. We have been talking about cancer, holistic health. You have helped a lot of people and you've done some amazing work. Thank you so much for sharing those stories because it's important to hear about real people that are making these changes and incorporating this holistic approach and getting results. When you can actually hear about people who have turned their health around or helped other people do that, it's a testament to the power of taking what is within us and what God has provided for us in using those things. For people, Mayim, who don't know, 
please explain the difference between a naturopathic herbalist and a holistic life coach? How are the two different? And when someone's diagnosed with cancer and they want to take this holistic approach, which one should they talk with first? I don't know about first because it really depends on the person. The naturopathic herbalist is, I think, going to set you on the right path with all the various things that I said, a good one. And usually it's it's not something that you can, I don't believe, I don't believe in this model where you go into the doctor, you tell them what you're feeling and they give you one thing that's not, it doesn't work. It has to be what I call a health coaching program. No one's looking for a health coaching program. They're looking for to just to be healed. But I'm saying that what they need is not to go into an herbalist and ask them for one pill or one herb or whatever. They need to understand that in order to find true health and healing, they have to embark on a journey to understand what they're missing. And so that's where the health coaching program, and it's, I would say it's the new model for healing. Okay. Now a health coaching program is going to teach you about, it's going to go in depth about the eight things, about the eight principles that I was talking about for your specific situation, whether it's cancer or migraines or whatever it is that you're experiencing. A good holistic healer, whether it's a naturopathic herbalist or an herbalist or a naturopath or a homeopath. Whatever it is, they really need to incorporate all these things. I really don't like it when you go into a homeopath's office and they give you this one homeopathic remedy. I like homeopathy, mm-hmm. but again, this one homeopathic thing that you put in your mouth a few times a day, that's not holistic. It's still not holistic. A homeopath is a holistic healer, but if they only give you that one pill, if an herbalist only gives you this one herb, they're not giving you the holistic approach. And I feel like that's why a lot of people fail. I feel like that's why a lot of people fail and they go into holistic health and they're like, oh, I want to go the natural way. And they're like, I forget it. That doesn't work. Mm -hmm. And they give up and they do something else or they just totally give up and they're just like, they resign and they're like, I just have this and I'm just going to live and die with this. Because people are not giving the whole package, the total package. So good naturopathic herbalists will give you a program I'm sure you can have that initial visit, the initial consultation, but people really need to understand that they, you are a warrior and you know that you didn't come to your own healing because you went to a naturopath or a medical doctor four times or five times. You did your research, you studied, and you took the time out. Now, the difference between you and maybe someone who does a health coaching program is that you found it in yourself to take out the time to do what was necessary. And a lot of people, they're like, I don't have the time for this. I'm a busy mom. I'm a busy executive. I'm a busy whatever. I just want all the answers in one place. I don't want to have to Google everything. And anyways, Google's terrible. Don't even (laughs) rely on Google. We have our own search engine. It's at search.aruka.com. Use that instead. A lot of people, they don't have the time to do all the research themselves. Where a health coaching program from someone you trust is important. It's the total package that deals with everything. Now, a holistic life coach, I think, is also part of it because the health coaching program will give you a lot of information and support, mm-hmm. but a good herbalist will answer all your questions about the program and about the various things. But a holistic life coach is going to be the person where you have these personal things. And we talked about the stress, right? We mm-hmm. talked about how important de-stressing is. And a coach is not a counselor and is not a therapist. It's not a psychiatrist. They are not there to do all those things, you know, get your past and 
rehash your memories and all that stuff. They're there to help you look forward, to help you with your thoughts so that you reprogram your thoughts so that you're thinking healthy thoughts about a situation, positive thoughts, productive thoughts, instead of self-defeating thoughts. And they're here to help you brainstorm. And they're not there to give you all the answers like they're the expert on everything. They're there to help you process your own thoughts and the answers that are within you Mm -hmm. and to help you reprogram the way that you're thinking about things into a way that you know, it's still your thoughts, still coming from your own mind, but more positive, a more childlike way of thinking about things, a more innocent way of thinking about things, a more positive way of thinking about things. And the reason why I say childlike is because children are so resilient. They always want to think the best. Even if they're being mistreated, they'll bounce back up and they're happy again. I'm not trying to say that we need to be naive like a child or anything like that, but we need to have that positivity like a child and that never ending, the never breaking joy like a child. That is so important to holistic health and healing. Mm -hmm. So that is the personal part where it's more about the spirit and the emotions and working through that aspect of it. So does that make sense of the difference between a, a holistic life coach and herb naturopathic herbalist? Okay. Yes, you did a great job explaining the difference and also letting people know what to look for, whatever route they choose. And so that's very important too. Thank you for sharing that. I think that it would be good to get both. It would be really good to get both. And I think back in the day, maybe people used to go to pastors or rabbis or religious leaders or they would have really good trusted adults and Elder. men and that is what a life coach serves as that is the same kind of function some people don't have those readily available to them though or they want someone who is more dedicated because usually pastors and all those kinds of people they're very busy and they can only afford to give you a few sessions, a few moments of their time. Thank you, Mayim, for sharing so much very helpful information. I think it's critical what you've shared for people who are looking into going the more holistic route and they're on the fence. This is a great conversation for those people as well. Before we wrap up, Mayim, is there anything else that you would like to share with the listeners? Someone who has cancer, maybe they're into survivorship, anything you want to add to what you've already shared? I would say, yes, absolutely. I would say, don't give up, never give up. As long as you have breath, you should keep going. Don't resign, don't give up. And don't be afraid to fail also. Don't be afraid to try things and don't be afraid to fail. Don't be disappointed when you know one thing works. Sometimes it is working what you're trying, but it's not enough. Or sometimes it is working, but it's not the only piece that you need. Sometimes you might need to keep doing one thing, but also add in another thing. I think that's something that both of those things are what people often miss when they're trying to heal themselves of anything, is either they don't try enough with the one thing that they're doing, or they do the one thing and they don't realize that, yes, that one thing is good, but you also have to look at other areas. Great advice, Mayim. Thank you. And another thing is, and this might be hard for some people, but there are a lot of people who it's very hard, especially when you're already seriously sick, to to do everything you need to do to heal and also handle life. So I want to say to everyone that you have to take care of your relationships and the people around you that are important to you. 
your family, your friends, your loved ones, your spouse, your children, your parents, your grandparents, your aunt and uncle, take care of these people because it could very well be that one day you will get sick or you will face some kind of emergency that's not a sickness, some kind of tragic car accident or something. And you need people's, it's so hard to to weather serious diseases like cancer, diabetes, whatever, on your own. And what I see sometimes is that people, they mistreat the people in their lives. And that not only causes the cancer because it toxic relationships, you're causing to a toxic relationship and a toxic environment for yourself, which is going to get you sick. If you keep on being angry and pessimistic and negative to people, that will get you sick, but it will also alienate you. And at the time that you need it most, at the time that you may need someone's help the most, they will not be there for you because being around you may make them sick. Mm -hmm. And this is something that I'm dealing with one of with one of my clients, students, and I want actually not just one. There's a lot of there's a lot of people that have this problem mm -hmm. that they okay they need to do this they need to do that but they don't have energy to do this and that or they don't have the finances to do this and that mm -hmm. but they don't have a relative that they can move in with let's say to help them because they've burned all the bridges of the relationships with people that they love when they were younger so I think that's another really important part that. I, people don't talk about or acknowledge, but it's so important. Wow, Maya, thank you so much for adding that piece. It is very important. And you're right, it's so common, burning bridges, mistreating people and things like that within, let's just say families. It's common nature nowadays, and it's so sad to see. And I've witnessed that within my own family. So it is important to treat people right. A lot of people have narcissistic ways that are very toxic. It pushes people away. So if you're able to recognize those things within yourself, work on those things yeah. so that you can conserve and keep those important relationships intact. None of us are perfect. We all have things that we could improve within ourselves. But if people are leaving your life, there's a reason why, and it's not always them. <laughs> so, you know, that's another thing, taking care of your mental health, getting that help with being able to see those blind spots so that you can make sure you keep your family and your loved ones intact. Thank you so much for adding that, Maya. Absolutely. It has been such a pleasure talking with you, Mayam. Please tell the audience again, if they would like to connect with you, learn more about Aruka, where is the best place to find you and then also get that information? Yes, absolutely. The best place would probably be our website. That's at aruka.com, A-R-U-K-A-H.com. And there is a virtual open house. And if you sign up to watch that, you'll also get free lessons on holistic health and healing emailed to you. And I'm also on YouTube. My YouTube channel is a mix of holistic health and healing and also Hebrew and Torah life coaching because that's what I do also. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So I would say a lot of things are sometimes they're deleted on YouTube. So if you sign up for um, anything on my website, that'll be a better way so that I can keep in touch with you and give you things that YouTube might not allow. <laughs> 
Wonderful. Thank you for sharing that, Maya. I can be a witness that her website is very informative. It's great. I have gone there a couple of times to look up things. People had questions and I was able to go to the aruka.com website and get some answers for people. So make sure you check it out. I am. Thank you so much for joining us today and sharing a wealth of information with us. It's so important to make sure that people know what's out there so that they can make the best choices for them. And you have helped to do that. Thank you. Absolutely. And thank you so much for doing everything that you are doing also. You are a health coach. You may not claim that title or anything, but you are (laughs) coaching people to attain that holistic health and healing. Thank you, Maya. I appreciate that. Before we end today, I would like to give a shout out to the listeners. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you have enjoyed this episode and you found it helpful, please share, follow, or subscribe so that you can find this podcast later. That is it for this Wednesday. Until next time, let's keep navigating cancer together. Take care. Thanks for listening to this episode of Navigating Cancer Together. I hope you enjoyed it. Please be sure to subscribe. And if you enjoyed the show, please share or tell your friends and family about it. For notes from the show and previous episodes, visit ontheotherside.life and check out the podcast section. I would love it if you joined us for the next episode. Talk to you soon.